Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to the Pool Boy Podcast. It is Monday, November 4th. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man himself, Jack O'Shea. We're back. We are back on, on today's pod, first time, long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hanukkah wins, Hillary Duff is an idiot, and the GOT creators are brought to justice. Finally. Much, much more. Uh, we got some old stuff. We haven't mm-hmm. had a pod in two weeks. Do we haven't had a pod in two weeks. You think, th- is this the longest we've ever gone without one? It feels like it. It feels like a very long I time. I just got a lot of stuff to say. I got a lot of my chest. And yeah. A lot to get off. And when I was looking about like what's happening in the news yeah. and whatnot. Uh, you want this because it's been two weeks, but it's really it's been three weeks essentially because it's been since the Sunday before those two weeks. So yeah. for us, it's been three. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's been almost a month. We almost missed October. Almost, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, and it was a big October. So some of what we're talking about may be a week or two old, but I don't think you've heard of most of it because unless mm-hmm. you're looking for it, you're not gonna. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to think that our audience are exactly the people that don't look for this stuff. Yeah. And we just happen to be the one place that's like it's palatable for them. We are not e news. Yep. Uh, we, we well, we don't even find our shit on e news. No, I don't even know where we find our stuff. Reddit, Reddit, and TMZ. TMZ, but there's just a lot of stuff that's like a headline for like a day, and then it's like no yeah. one cares, and it's yeah. like no, nah, people do care. We care. Yeah, I care. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it all. Uh, let's get started with some winners and some losers. I'm gonna start with my winner, uh, mm. Hanukkah. You're a big winner. Hanukkah's the winner. Okay. Hanukkah wins. Uh, Spell it. Uh, I, I <laughs> can beat you at this. I look, there's two Ks. That's the that's the tricky part. It's like Chanukah. No, it's like Hanukkah. Like no, but like but he spell it with a C. It starts with a C. I don't think so, dude. There's two ways to spell it, then. Two spellings. Yeah. Clearly, we're You're not Googling Jewish. It. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're not Jewish. Although, we're we not did Jewish. take 23andMe test, and I am, I believe, the most Jewish in our Everybody's, family. Everybody's, I love, it's like everyone has a little Ashkenazi Jew. That has yeah. nothing to do with, like, no one's like Henry, 1% Protestant. It's just, you sound exactly like somebody who's jealous because he's not chosen. Uh, okay. I am part of the chosen people. I Go think, on, I continue. what the percentages was. You're just jelly. It's very minimal. You're just very jelly. But Hanukkah wins, Christmas loses. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas music. Uh, is I'm I'm a big fan of Christmas. Music. Of course, so am I. I love it. We're very similar people, Henry. November first, I'm ready to ready to let them slay. Bells Let's start ring. it. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite Christmas songs that has come under a lot of scrutiny mm-hmm. uh, as of late. I assume uh, kind of always, but with the Me Too era, it's mm-hmm. definitely uh, people you know really put the is it Baby on It's it. Cold Outside. Baby It's Cold Outside. That's one of your favorite Christmas songs. No, it's just a it's, uh, a, it's, it's a good Christmas. It's a song. Christmas song. I don't the, have like a the library for Christmas songs is already pretty tight. Yeah, we really can't afford to lo- keep losing them. There's like there's like. I would say a dozen, probably not even. There's probably mm-hmm. eight or nine good Christmas songs, mm-hmm. and then you have the different versions from the different people. Whether mm-hmm. you want to go Toby Keith, Little, mm-hmm. Little Drummer Boy, or Nat King Cole, like you just have mm-hmm. like or Bruce Springsteen, but they're basically uh, Santa Claus coming down. Exactly. Just kidding. There's no other yeah, option. No and you know what's that. funny too is you have to listen to the live version. That's the good version. That's how you know a song's good when the live version yeah. is the most played. Mm-hmm. Bruce, dude, I've been crushing five seconds of summer. What does uh, that have to do, dude? Because the the, the live. They have a live album. It's good. And when I'm uh, exercising, just throwing shit around in the, in the that Jared Leto. 
No, no, no. That's 30 Seconds to Mars. Five Seconds to Summer is the one that's like One Direction, but they're like a real band, dude, okay? They're the one that uh, they sing Youngblood. Youngblood, you want it? You don't know. That's a good song. It's a jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the live version of it. Woo-wee! Pretty good? Yeah, how we doing? But so there's not a lot of Christmas music uh, out there. <clears throat> and Baby It's Cold Outside is unique because it's the duet. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. the great scene in Elf where mm-hmm. he's singing with Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a fun duet song, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very easy to rip and make fun of because there are you know some lyrics that have definitely the the, the flack that it has gotten is is somewhat warranted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, some, it's a little rapey. Some of the I, w- I would say it's it's v- I don't want to say very rapey. It's it's rapey though. The fact that you can say it's rapey at all, yeah, probably not a good thing. There's a hint of rapiness. Exactly. Yeah. You don't even want to dash that. You know what, Henry? It was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. You don't even want to sprinkle. So some of the worst lines are, uh, you know, she says at one point, "Say what's in this drink," and it's like you gotta. If you're not thinking something that shouldn't be in there, that's you know. <laughs> you could. Argue- it's not like oh, is that a, a new spritzer? Is that a new liqueur? You, you could argue that Bill Cosby. Took out that song himself. You know, South Park did a did a version of the song with oh Bill, with Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby singing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, some of the other rough lines. There's really one really rough line. Mm-hmm. That's um. She says, "I simply must go," and he says, "But baby, it's cold outside." And she says, "The answer is no." Yeah, and she literally <laughs> says no. And the un- the unfortunate part, Jack, is that the song does not end there. Yeah, no. uh, her answer is no, and it continues on. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, in defense of the song... He's not a quitter. <laughs> he's not a quitter. Yeah. I will say, in defense of the song, I don't think it is nearly as bad as the song from Greece. Okay. Which one's the song from Greece? Uh, tell me more, tell me more, did she put up a fight? Yeah, and the guy makes a thing like... He uh, makes a, like, a fist like, did you yeah. have to, you know... I don't know, I think... That's th- as dark as it gets in my mind. I think, Even for the greasers. I think, you, I think you take out the dance move and that... I think the answer is no might be the most definitive. Yeah, uh, they're, they're both bad. <laughs> Neither are good. Yeah. But, but if I, uh, yeah, 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 but at the same time, sure. I would like to know what was the relationship between these two people mm-hmm. before, you know? Yeah. We, uh, we so rarely hear the backstory these days. We just don't have the full story. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have all the necessary details. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, you understand why people have been, uh, you know, shitting on it recently. I know there's a thing last year, some, some radio station, mm-hmm. I believe it was in Ohio, was like, we're not going to play the song. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, who, one, who gives a fuck? Yeah, nobody's, nobody's like, tuning in nobody's to the Christmas station. Like, well, play Baby is Cold Outside. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You, go, you go to the Christmas station, whatever's on, you're, you're mm-hmm. in, okay? Yeah. You're not asking for anything. But um, your boy, uh, John Legend, mm-hmm. uh, and your girl, Kelly Clarkson, decided, you know what? It's a, it's a fun tune. Yeah. Let's just redo the lyrics. Yeah. So they redid the lyrics. Um, and they made a new song that I can only describe as... as Woke uh, as fuck. <laughs> I, I almost want to describe it as a monster. It is, it's bad, dude. Why? <laughs> I, I, so I'm going to give you the lyrics. And you almost have to, I almost have to go through the whole song. Okay. So uh, you know the usual, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, I know the I really can't stay. So in this version, instead of him talking about the cold outside and why she shouldn't go, mm. he's basically, it's just them talking as they're walking out the door, basically. Okay, he's already, she said... She's gone. Cut to, she said, no, he's... He wants her out more than yeah. she wants out, yeah. basically. So she goes, I really can't stay. And he says, baby, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And she says, I've got to go away. And he says, baby, I'm cool with that. Get the fuck out of here. So he, I got to keep going. Uh, this evening has been, been hoping that you get home safe. So very nice. I'm glad you had a real good time. It, it also doesn't even rhyme. Yeah. But she says, my mother will start to worry. Call her so she knows you are coming. Father will be pacing the floor. Better get your car a humming. So really, I'd better scurry. And he goes, yeah, no rush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, should I use the front or back door? 
which one are you pulling towards more? It just—it's really a song about nothing. So <laughs> you know? yeah, it's, it's not a song about people walking through their house. It's literally, you know, you, you know that part in movies, Henry, where <laughs> they, they'll cut to another scene, and yeah. you, and you're like, wait, I miss them literally walking outside, getting the car, and driving yeah, to the yeah, next yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're they're like, screw that. We need somebody we need needs to, show to tell that story. So I'm gonna keep going because it, it gets even better. So she goes, the neighbors might think they really don't touch a lot of her part. Mm-hmm. They just make his whoever whoever this man character is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just nonsense. Here's the appropriate response <laughs> yeah. according to the government. So she goes, yeah. the neighbors might think uh, that you're a real nice girl. Uh, say what's in this drink? Pomegranate Lacroix. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. By the way, brand, no. brand shout out there. Are you kidding me? Pomegranate Lacroix. Lacroix, Lacroix did gets this. the nod. I blame Lacroix. Lacroix the did fuck? this. They paid John Legend. They're yeah. like, we want to be a Christmas classic. Okay, and then here's here's where it gets great. Um, so she says, uh, I wish I knew how. Maybe I can help you out to break this spell. Which, once again, that those lyrics don't make any sense Mm-mm. anymore. The spell was him, you know, basically seducing you into staying mm-hmm. or whatever means he's he's mm-hmm. doing. Uh, so she says, to break this spell, I don't know what you're talking about. I ought to say no, no, no. And he goes, you reserve the right to say no. And she goes, at least I'm going to say that I tried. And again, he says, you reserve the right to say no. You reserve the <laughs> right to say no. So now he's, he's, he's reading her her rights, which are, uh, by the way, not under question no. <laughs> whatsoever. Nope. Nope. This is a very, uh, very comfortable situation. Um, this song basically goes on. There's a line about uh, Cheesecake Factory. Um, there's a, a text me at your earliest convenience. Like he doesn't want her to text and drive. It's it's a piece of dog crap, Jack. It's so, it's 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 smelly. So just how in the original one I said we never hear the backstory of this. I think I have a backstory for this. Yeah, one. Yeah, what what is going he, on he, in here's this situation? The backstory. So they're they're it's the first date. Okay, and, first date. And, it's Christmas time. And I think, you know, she's the one who's she at this point is just. You know, trying to get him to. I was about to say, do you think the tables have turned? Is she I just begging for I an invite she, to stay? She's trying to be like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll stay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's cold outside, uh, so this I should like, go. This sounds like a Tinder date where the guy's like, "This was bad," and the girl's no. like, no this, no, no, "No, this is good." I got even more. I think <laughs> this is a Tinder date where the girl's like, "This is great." The girl's like, "Let's, get, let's make let's this thing this. happen." They went to his house. Uh, they made out for a little. I would say that he prematurely something. Okay. Oh, and okay. basically he's like, okay, panicking. Yeah, he's, I gotta, he's holding the pillow on his shit, lap. Shit, dude, I forgot I got to run this errand. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. All right, well, I got. I better, sorry. Oh, I hate to, you know, kick you out, but I got I also can't stand. You I, have to show yourself yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You should uh, get that car moving. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. get that car going. Text your they're mom, gonna, you are coming home now. They're going to think you're a really nice girl. Yeah. Uh, pomegranate LaCroix. Just, you know, <laughs> sh- shout out to as our much as you want. I got, I got a ton of LaCroix. Take whatever the fuck you want. Holy shit, Hanukkah does win. So I just think Hanukkah gets the leg up here because I don't know too many Hanukkah songs besides mm-hmm. like the dreidel dreidel and like there's a couple mm-hmm. hits I bet if I I bet if I took 23 me right now I'd be a little bit more Jewish I think so too I yeah. think that's how it works yeah. I think just slightly more the amount of <laughs> Ashkenazi <laughs> Jew you are it's a lot like Christmas spirit where yes, it's like yes, in movies it, it changes with with the day by, yeah. the, by the second rapidly depending on how a little Christmas spirit you have yes yeah, so, so Hanukkah really pulling out the wind uh John Legend Mm-hmm. I got I got a bone to pick with that guy like every day now. Yeah, I think he is the softest, lamest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what to call him. I hate like, to I'm trying to think of an insult. I hate to use the term "cuck." He's a, he's a cuck. But like I get what I get. What the people who use the term "cuck," I get what they mean. Uh, part, one of the most frustrating parts, the only part about doing this pod that frustrates me, mm-hmm. is that I sift through a lot of tabloid shit online, mm-hmm. and it is really it, it eats at your core. Yeah. Some of this stuff because yeah. you're basically reading headlines of celebrities that 
no one gives a shit about yeah. talking about how, how, how brave great they, they are, are. Yeah. and how great they are for mm-hmm. doing very normal things. They're very important. John Legend, as I was looking, was at, I don't know, Disneyland, somewhere with, with his wife, and uh, was wine drunk and started singing his song, All of Me, to the crowd, and they started singing it with him. Oh, my God. What a silly guy. What I was a like, fun I'm gonna guy. Ki- I'm going to kick your ass, guy. bro. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass. I don't even know that you haven't done anything to me, yeah. but you have. If you I'm wanna, broken. If you want to do something cool like that, be like Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, get Lenny, fucked up. Watch Lenny Kravitz <laughs> videos. He's killing it. There's one where he's in uh, on Bourbon Street in uh, the French Quarter. Yeah. New, New Orleans. And a like kid, like a high school band yeah, it's cool. happens to be playing like, a chorus and everybody that happened to be playing uh, I Want to Get Away. Which is the Lenny Kravitz song, right? Which was the Lenny Kravitz song. <laughs> he's like a few blocks away. You can literally hear because they're playing out loud to like a crowd. And he comes up and he just, it's so funny because he kicks the kid who's playing the drums like oh, he takes off the lead. drums. But the kid in the drums like, yeah, yeah, take it. And he just starts like banging to it. It's yeah. so awesome. I don't want to die. Way. Johnny boy, take a take a lesson from your boy uh, Lenny, mm-hmm. uh, and and throw this song in the trash. If I hear this yeah. on the radio, I'm calling in. First time I call on a radio mm-hmm. station to complain about a song. Yeah, this song. Get the fuck out of here. Speaking of why, uh, first time to call into a radio station, uh, I did the other day, and it's for my winner. Who's your winner? The winner's us. You're a big winner because Henry, we are champions. We are, we are champions. We uh, we are the champions of the world, the World Series. Mm-hmm. So the reason, and you know, for you guys who follow us on, uh, I wonder if there's anybody who just listens to the podcast really cool if you do but if not we uh we do a bunch of other stuff we make sketches and we also just like live our lives and stuff and uh so if you've been following us on instagram or twitter or any of our personal accounts you know that we are very very uh diehard washington nationals fans henry yes um october 1st we played in the wild card game and uh this past wednesday we won the world series yeah we did it was a fun it was a fun three and a half weeks very very fun three and a half weeks um i aged years yeah really uh, it's why we it literally is the reason we haven't done pods recently. It's why we miss both pods. There's always either there's either a, a big game on Sunday when mm-hmm. we usually record our pods, or we flew home for the World Series when we were in DC. So we went to DC mm-hmm. last weekend, even though we lost three in a row at home. Doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter, bro. We got the mm-hmm. fucking ring. So yeah, we relax. got the ring, bro. But that is why we haven't done the pod recently. There's just the, it just kind of took over our lives. Yeah. And it, did you ever have the feeling? I guess uh, your your show is in between seasons and stuff. Did you ever have the feeling? Because I had this a lot over the past couple of weeks, especially where it's like people just don't get it. No, not at all. Especially in LA, we we were in California, so games were uh, five o'clock, five o seven starts. Mm-hmm. That's just early enough. Mm-hmm. A couple hours before the game, I kind of can't do or think no. of anything. So I'm, I, I just got to watch pregame or try mm-hmm. to distract myself somehow. Mm-hmm. If it was an eight o'clock start, you kind of have a full day. Mm-hmm. I did not have full days. No, for a good for almost a month. No, and I, I mean I missed the day after we won the World Series. I, I yeah, just, I slacked the people at work. I was like, by the way, I, I can't come in. And We're champions. I w- it was a day that I was champions, and I'll be honest too. On Friday, I uh, was not very productive either. I have. It's not stopped. Well, the parade was Saturday. So how the you, parade how was Saturday. You, I, mean, I had to prep think? for the parade. Yeah. But but yeah, no, it's just uh. It, we are the winners. Um, <laughs> on a show that I did, somebody said, it's so funny that you say we are the winners. You're not on the team. And it's like, shut the yeah, fuck shut up. The you fuck don't up. get it. You didn't do this. Yeah. I, we did this. Yeah. I care more about this team than you care about anything that's not alive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So shut up. Fucking back off. Um, no, but yeah, it, it, it's really awesome. And that's why we uh, missed the past two weeks. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We did it. If you haven't been watching uh, 
If you had your head under a rock, we uh, we did win the World Series. We were the biggest underdog uh, since the Rockies in, I think, 07, who got swept. Swept by the Red Sox. We took it all For seven. October. We, we won mm-hmm. against a team that, uh, you know, the Houston Nationals on paper, apparently the only team that was better hitting mm-hmm. than them was the 27 Yankees, otherwise known as Murderers. You ever heard of them? We, we, you heard of them? Apparently they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Apparently they're pretty good. Um, it's been an awesome, awesome uh, time. It and just keeps getting better. I, I don't really – I'm still adjusting a little bit, trying to figure out like, oh yeah, what do I care about? I don't know because it seems like we got. It seems like, uh, like I don't know what like we if we were a movie, this mm-hmm. would be like the and they did it and they did it and now they can you know but ne- settle down. But maybe. those characters continue now. It's like okay, what do I? How do I? Fill I don't know this what the next void? goal is. I think we we turn to our wizards and we mm-hmm. might have a little bit of time to wait Sorry for nation. that one. Yeah, Sorry nation. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, Washington Nationals uh, 2019 World Series champions, District of Champions, <laughs> District of Champions. Uh, moving on, loser time. Uh, my loser is uh, all things Game of Thrones. You are one pathetic loser. Mm. Um, so this week was a, it was a pretty sweet week. Isn't it great how we root against for Game me? Of Thrones oh, now? actively, I hate it, baby. Yeah. I'm I'm so against them uh, and every, every anyone who's a part of them. But uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the, the two uh, head honchos for Game of Thrones, the, the guys who ran the shows and, and ended up uh, just turning the last two seasons into garbage, mm-hmm. uh, they had a, had a big couple years set up ahead of them because mm-hmm. of Thrones. They uh, were set to do the next three Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were like the next ones after these ones, but three Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And they had this a huge, huge deal with Netflix for them to uh, make a ton of different shows. And also Game of Thrones was coming out with a prequel. And they weren't t- directly involved, but it's but still kind of the their executive thing. producers. They were gonna still kind of their yeah, thing. Consult this week, Jack. Everything ever to watch. It was about as good as it could get. Yeah. Uh, first, they canceled the Game of Thrones prequel after filming a pilot. Yeah. So that is like so they spent all the money, all the time. You, c- you can already imagine how expensive and how much time it takes to film any Game of Thrones episode. Can you even imagine a new one with new characters? We got to do all that shit. So they already filmed this whole episode, finished it, the whole thing, and they were like, fuck it, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Which must mean it, it was, was awful. It must have been so bad. I feel like HBO also might be kind of like trying to move on from Dude, it. I don't know. Game of Thrones could pump out a piece of shit and everyone would watch. I don't know, dude. I think I think a lot of people are like, fuck this noise. Well, we, I mean, we're at the front of that, so totally. Yeah. But uh, this, You like, can make a post one. You can make a what happens next. Yeah, I, think, I, think, cool. I think if you don't like the end result, mm-hmm. watching what happened before it, yeah. You just will never not think, and then this resulted in a stupid fucking thing. Yeah, and the bright side for Game of Thrones and stuff, they did announce they're doing a different prequel mm-hmm. now, uh, which people are saying is super sexist mm. because I guess the prequel that they canned had a female lead, mm-hmm. and this new one... Uh, it doesn't. I don't know if it doesn't, but the new one's about the Targaryens. Yeah. So that's why it's like, yeah, of course you're doing that one. Yeah. Why would you do one 6,000 years ago about the fucking tree people? Yeah. The, the children of the fucking forest? That sounds like, so boring. It sounds terrible, man. Yeah. Go, go fucking Targaryen this shit out. I want to Av- see blonde hair, blue eyes, and dragons. Avatar's coming out in like 28 years. So yeah. I'll wait for that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I got time. Yeah, okay, right? guy? Okay, guy? Okay, I have time. Chief? Um, and then also, the the cowards, David uh, Benioff and D.B. Weiss, uh, said that they're not going to do the Star Wars movies anymore because they are just they don't have enough time. They're, they got to do Netflix. That's so weird because the prequel's done. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird how that, yeah. They are such cowards. They're cowards. They they're didn't pussies. show up to that, to that fucking uh, open, whatever you call Comic-Con. it. Comic-Con. The Comic-Con where they had basically a round table where we were going to be able to ask them questions. Mm-hmm. They decided to not go at the last minute. At the last minute, already people online, like us, are being like, you ruined Game of Thrones, you're going to ruin Star Wars, you pieces of shit. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, actually, we can't do. We oh, can't yeah, do Star Wars. We're too busy. We're too busy. Yeah, we're way too yeah. busy to do it. Yeah. Fucking pussies. You smug motherfuckers. Jesus. But I, this was awesome. Yeah. Like, this this is a big win, and 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 I think as things come out, they're gonna come out with like. You know, Disney right now, they're launching a ton of stuff. They got Star Wars. Star Wars is not killing it right now. They've no. had some wins, but a lot of losses, which is tough for Star Wars to have losses. Very, very tough. And uh, I think they they realize like, okay, well, if we do it with these guys, no matter what, people are going to be boycotting it. And, no and matter if it was fantastic or not, I'm outside with a picket sign. Yeah. One that says uh, praising anti-venom and one mm-hmm. saying Star Wars, boycott Star Wars. Yeah, we're going to have both signs. Obviously, anti-venom is always Whenever you go to protest, you got to protest everything that you're protesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you always have to have your signs ready, multiple mm-hmm. signs, sometimes it's mm-hmm. necessary. That's why people love me when I go to protest, because half the time I'm not even protesting the thing that we're oh, at no, the protest no, no, for. No, no. It's like, no, 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 we need the anti-venoms. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but I think also, you know, Disney's also looking at it and being like, okay, so we're going to do this this Star Wars stuff. Are they just going to crap out the third movie because they have a new deal that they're excited about, and they're just going to be like, whatever, and fund it in? I don't think that anyone... That has to be a consideration. I don't think anyone cares about this new Star Wars movie that's coming out this winter. Like no one gives. Uh, a I don't shit. give a fuck. I don't think. I don't think anyone does. No. Like you know, I, I saw a picture. I, I might have already said this. I saw a picture of them on set being like, <laughs> "I can't believe it's over." Like this past few years, yeah. this franchise. I can't believe this is the third. Were we supposed to care about any of these characters at I some point? No. Like at any point, were I they did, supposed no, to be? I, I did after the first one. The first one, I was like, okay. First I'm one had in. a little bit of potential. Yeah, man. The second one, they botched. But even the first one, when Ray is fighting with the, they just botched everything. Yeah. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Star Wars somehow got everyone to take it very seriously. Yeah. It's a stupid story. I don't want to say stupid. A brilliant story yeah. about about space pirates mm-hmm. and the space universe mm-hmm. and lightsabers. And wizards. And wizards. And people took it like it was really fucking serious. Yeah. Like, it is legit. It is a drama. That is yeah. not... Uh, whatever. And somehow, they, they turned... This this unbelievable once in a lifetime thing into an absolute joke. Yeah, it is like it. It feels weird to say that I take Star Wars seriously. Like it sounds mm-hmm. like the nerdiest thing ever. But that is why it was cool. And now you got like General Hux is bumping his forehead on the the doors to. Whoa! <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you guys talking it's, about? Yeah, it's insane. Finn and Ray, and get that get the hell out. I'm of gonna here. call you Finn. It's so uh, stupid. Um, my loser, the system man. You are one pathetic loser. Okay. Okay. You want to know why? Why? Because Rage of the Rage Against the Machine, Hen. I saw that. They're coming back. That's pretty sweet. Rage, R A T M, are coming back. That's right. Tom Morello, Zach De La Roche, and the other guys. How so do I? How know. do you think? What do you think? When I think of Tom Morello, what do you think I think of? Uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Yeah. So I I I I know music, kinda, not really. Mm-hmm. I remember playing Guitar Hero, and one of the first people you unlock is Tom Morello. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Actually, uh, let me go back really quick. <laughs> Am I wrong? Let me go back really quick and say that when I when you ask me when I think of Tom Morello, what do I think of? I, that's what I would guess you would think that's of. What, that was my question. I think of uh, uh, Show Me How to Live by Audio Slave or Coach Ice and just that you know, oh, revolutionary. Oh, he's the guy in Coach Ice? Oh, yeah. Oh, say. Um, I love that song. Dude, Audio Slave is fantastic. Rage Against the Machine is fantastic. A lot of things that, something that people don't, realize about rage against the machine is that their name is rage against the machine yeah they are literally they only sing protest songs i didn't realize that i saw an article saying the this like famous protest band no, is coming back only protest band that's yeah. crazy yeah um don't they do killing in the name of yeah what's that protesting that, that's about uh uh war obviously yeah killing in the name of it sounds pretty pro-war gotta do what they told you that's a song you play in a montage of people killing people and being happy about it yeah, but that's not supposed to be. That's the ironic part of it. That's interesting. Yeah, I would. I Lights would. out, Gorilla Radio. Exactly. 
Turn that shit up. That shit makes me want to run Bulls through a fucking parade. brick wall. <laughs> Are you kidding Dude, me? No, Rage Against the Machine is fucking no, that song's sick. awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. But they're coming back in 2020. That's right. They got the full band. Uh, as you guys know, they probably, I assume everybody, I assume our demo and, and Rage Against Machine's demo is basically the same thing. They overlap. They stopped playing together in 2011, or that's the last time they stopped, they, they played together was in 2011. Um, of course, in 2016, uh, Tom Morello and the rest of the guys, everybody but Zach LaRoche, basically, they reformed, uh, except with the lead singers from Cypress Hill, okay. uh, to create Prophets of Rage. <laughs> I've, never, <laughs> I've never heard Prophets of Rage. Rage Against the Machine and Prophets oh, yeah, of Rage, yeah, yeah. similar stuff, protest band. Of yeah, course, yeah. they started in 2016, and it was right after in response to uh, the election. Okay. Um, and of course, right now they're saying not really a coincidence that they're coming back in 2020, wow. eight months before the election. And Henry, of course, they're playing uh, mostly Southwest tour dates, wow. uh, mostly near border towns. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're about to get our the system like literally look the fuck out. Yeah, seriously. Okay, because here's what's gonna happen: Rage Against the Machine is gonna play some of their old hits, and they're probably gonna come out with a couple of uh, new songs that don't really live up to the old hits, but. Uh, they're going to be totally fucking against the yeah. machine, uh, but they're so good. Uh, they're such good songs that we'll just play them for whatever and forget that it's a protest song. I gotta look up these lyrics and figure out what they're protesting each song. I almost like like I, what's Bulls on Parade? Bulls on Parade. Bulls on Parade. I was so here's the that song again, which just makes me like almost want to go to war. So here's here's the issue uh, with, with all this is I want to tell you what i think that all of these songs are about but i'm pretty sure they're all about like the same thing um microphone explodes shattering the mold <laughs> uh with a sure shot sure to make the bodies drop god bulls on pretty is great rally around the family with a pocket full of shells rally around the family pocket full of shells weapons not food not homes not shoes not need just feed the war cannibal animal I walked the corner to the rubble. There used to be a library lineup. So it's anti-war. It's cemetery. very anti-war. Oh, yeah. The, Interesting the, way to do it, though, because if you're really not listening close, you would go to war because of the song. Rather, That seems a little counterintuitive. Henry, when we used to play uh, Zombies, that was a song. Yeah, exactly. We would we play, play Nazi Zombies. Like, Fuck yeah, let, 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 let's kill some zombies. Yeah, turn off the radio. Turns out what they were saying was... Uh, you know, don't do that. Violence yeah. isn't the answer. Interesting. They're just saying it in a very, very aggressive I way. I would change their tune. I w if I was them, I would I would take a look back at the instrumentals and maybe... All right, so here... I mean, the, the opening line of Killing the Name of is the... And they repeat it is, some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same, same that, that burn, burn crosses. crosses. That's... I did never... Basically saying lines. some cops are KKK. This was like 90s, dude. They were... They, they were this, this is heavy. Yeah. Um, now you Jeez, system, you. look over your shoulder. Those who died are justified for wearing the badge. They're the chosen whites. I thought it was the chosen ones. Interesting. They're the chosen whites. You justify those that died by wearing the badge. Interesting. They, re they repeat a lot of stuff. But anyway, the system, look the fuck out. Yeah, watch out. Okay? Machine. Watch out, machine. Watch out. There's a rage. Yeah, coming. there's a rage yeah, coming. Mr. Wayne. And they'll be there at both weeks of Coachella. So nice. don't worry about, you know, missing them if you're... Go in the first or second week. Good, 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 good. It always blows my mind there's two weeks of Coachella. Nuts. Yeah. I don't get that. doesn't make any sense. There's no two Super Bowls. No. There's no two this. It's one week. One, one weekend. Week. What are we doing? Uh, moving on. Uh, very excited about this one. School is for fools. School is for fools. Look at me. Mm -hmm. uh, Hillary Duff. Mm -hmm. um, well, you know her show is coming back, Lisa McGuire? That's, mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about. But mm -hmm. because of that, people are talking about her. You think it's like Liz McGuire now? 
Um, wow. I go by Liz. That's good, Jack. Mm-hmm. Isn't it so funny when people like go away and they come back? It's like, actually, it's Drew now. Yeah. I know a bunch of people. I'm not going to say anybody's names, but I know a bunch of people who came back. It's like, actually. Actually. Like Mikey uh, said, you know, Mikey at work goes by Mike. Because yeah. it's like Mikey sounds like a little kid's name, and now he's you know starting a new job, and he's uh, like, I think we're just gonna go by Mikey. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just fucking go by your name. I like it when they make it longer. Yeah, it's funny. Um, but uh, so Lizzie McGuire, Liz, actually, it's Anthony now. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Who is uh, 32? Um, she came out and was talking about. She was. I, I think you would call it an, an honest confession. Maybe I don't know mm-hmm. something relatable. Uh, she was talking about how she has trouble helping her son with his homework uh, because when she was a uh, kid, she was in Hollywood and actually like didn't really go to school a ton. She mm-hmm. said that the, her, the last grade she was in school was, was third grade. Um, so she says, homework is already no joke in second grade. I stopped going to real school in third grade, so I actually, I'm actually doomed. I'm left scratching my head all the time looking at his homework, her son, mm-hmm. uh, who's in second grade. And I'm terrified for and next about year. about to be more educated yes, than her. I yeah. And, uh, and I'm terrified for next year. And someone replied back, you know, oh, yeah, me too. And Next she year says, he's learning about the Civil War. What is that? So, <laughs> so <laughs> someone replied, I know about the homework struggle. My boy's in third grade and I'm Googling for help. And she said, I sent pictures to my fiance while he is working. Like, did we do this right? Question mark. Mm-hmm. So my first thought is, uh, Hillary. I know mm-hmm. you didn't go to school a lot. You, you're 32 now, though. You mm-hmm. could, you know. You should know this stuff. You should know this stuff. One, you, you could go take some classes. I don't yeah. know. I think yeah. you have to do the cash. I mm-hmm. think you should just know this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you're, I want to know what the stuff she doesn't know is. Exactly. So I, I, I took a step into that direction. So her son's in second grade. I thought, mm-hmm. give her the benefit of the doubt. I bet he goes to a nice private school. Let's look at third grade education. Mm-hmm. So in third grade, because, again, I just, my first thought is, Hillary, you are your dumbest doornails. <laughs> but, uh. So in third grade, you learn the basic things are multiplication, mm-hmm. fractions, mm-hmm. and decimals. Okay. Multiplication, okay. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it gets a little tricky. Uh, fractions. Sure. Sure. Uh, decimal seems like a, a one-day lesson. That, 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 pe- <laughs> right? that pesky little dot. I feel like a decimal is, that's a, that's yeah. a, day, that's a, maybe an hour or two. Yeah. We got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're good. Yeah. Um, uh, you also, uh, in third grade, become Although with decimals, <laughs> here's the thing. Honey. Jack, I don't, this point... <laughs> Something point one mm-hmm. is the same size as something point one zero, and that's what throws people off. Again, I think in a day. Yeah, I think you got it. As, I think you as, get it. As yeah. a thirty-two-year, I think you figure it out. I think you do figure <laughs> it out. right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just remember being in third grade, being like, Wait, "Was it say it again?" You know, third grade me yeah. definitely. It was it was a tricky concept to to grasp. But uh, also in third grade, you become increasingly more adept at applying math to real life situations, such as making change or adding up allowance money. Mm-hmm. Again. Mm-hmm. Should that have seems that. Yeah, addition, multiplication, I simple think, uh, math stuff. Simple math. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then we go to multi- multiplication though. So in third grade, you learn uh, to multiply and divide double or triple digit numbers. Okay. By single digit numbers. Okay, so that's pretty simple. That seems pretty fucking simple. Jack. You <laughs> yeah. know why? There are only nine of them. I, I guess gonna, ten if we're counting zero. <laughs> I was gonna, I was going to say if you do you know triple digit numbers times yeah. triple digit numbers. Oh yeah, no, that's tricky. That's tricky. Still. Pretty simple though. Once, Very, once you, you give me a piece, a pencil. Yeah, you carry the what, what yeah. have you? <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. it can be done uh, by a single digit number. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Times <laughs> two, and we're not <laughs> even, we're not even going to four digits. Yeah. Uh, so uh, head scratching stuff by uh, <laughs> Hillary Duff. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to find out what other celebrities. I would. Do, yeah. Uh, just well, what, like what what everyone can do because I've always been a big uh, 
believer in are you smarter than a fifth grader that show mm-hmm. is is insane you're not learning that in fifth grade one but mm-hmm. also if i went on i wouldn't know shit mm-hmm. like the the very specific stuff like uh, anything really specific with a piece of history that mm-hmm. you only learn when you're young like oh for some reason i learned about egypt in like fourth grade that's yeah. it lewis and clark was i think second grade mm-hmm. and that's it so it's like little stuff yeah maybe sure. you with know these random facts that these kids just exactly learned. you just learned for this one test mm-hmm. okay um this stuff's pretty basic, though. Huh? Yeah, this is the this is the the, the this stuff's stuff. pretty simple. Yeah, I wonder if it's like state capitals. That again, I can. That again, give you, me a, give me a like. Well, that again, you an can hour. also. <laughs> yeah, you also just well, I guess you know what too. It's like if she's saying to her husband, being like, "Did we do this? Do this right?" That has to be math, because everything else you can yeah, just Google. You could definitely just Google it. Did we do this right? Uh, yeah, give me a second, honey. Yep, Honolulu is the capital of Hawaii. Like, I, I always never liked asking our parents for help with math mm-hmm. because they would always be like, well, let's get the pen and paper out. And I was like, I got my shit. Like, I got, <laughs> yeah. I got, the, I got the sheet I and I, just third grade it's, like, it's all here. Like, I, I got my shit. <laughs> like, I, I have it. Like, I already got the Can you the just shit. help me? Like, I don't need more paper and to, like, to start over. What am I to do with all this <laughs> yeah. uh, paper? I already did a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyways, Lizzie McGuire, looking forward to it. Moving on, uh, boycott TC. Boycott TC. So this is a bit of an old story. I think it's a week or two old, but I just can't let it fly. Mm-hmm. So uh, your boy John Oliver, you actually do a great John Oliver impression. I do. Um, John Oliver, who thinks he's a really smart guy, Jack. Yeah, he really does. Mm-hmm. He really thinks he's a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, came at none other than my boy Stephen A. Smith. Ridiculous. So Stephen A. Smith, love him, hate him, whatever. Mm-hmm. He is who he fucking is. He's better than Skip Bayless, you know what motherfucker. I mean? I'm trying to think of other personalities. You either like Nick Cannon or you don't like Nick Cannon. And I don't really like Nick Cannon. I don't either. But <laughs> you, you know, know what to expect. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot. I'm trying to think of other like just characters mm-hmm. where it's like, that's not really what he's like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a sure. It's kind of a yeah. thing. It's a shtick. It's fun. He means no. He has no ill will towards anybody. Mm-hmm. None of it's malicious. Mm-hmm. This is the instrument he plays. It's he plays it well, and exactly. he plays it every day, and he gets paid to play it. He's a master. Mm-hmm. So John Oliver uh, was attacking the NBA for their stuff with China, which we could get into all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, however, that everyone fucking does business with China, including HBO. Mm-hmm. John Oliver, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Like fucking relax. That mm-hmm. LeBron, I, I don't know. There's two sides to it. Although I would love for China to uh, cancel us. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah, we stand awesome. with Hong Kong, China. You hear yeah. that? We're, 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 we stand with Hong Kong. I do. We do. We do. We and do. I, but I, I, obviously, but I, I hope. I how funny it would be if this somehow us talking about this somehow all like if they're I, really looking, dude. I would love nothing more. I would love nothing more than to be like, yeah, China listens. Yeah, we can't go there. Or you can't Google we can't pool go boy there. Yeah. People are having real trouble finding pool they cleaners. They can't clean their pools. Although I think the government has probably government-mandated pool cleaners oh, or yeah, whatever, yeah. and they, they do a shitty job. They do I'm a sure. shitty job. They show up late, and they charge a ton. Yeah, so so uh, John Oliver was talking about uh, China and being very passive-aggressive and patronizing like he does. Um, and I do like John Oliver sometimes. Uh, his show can be can be interesting. But he said, uh, the NBA commissioner has stood by Maury, who's Darren Maury, the GM for the uh, Houston Rockets, mm-hmm. who tweeted in, in uh, he was supporting Hong Kong, which started the whole thing. Anyways, he said, and uh, Maury has been disappointed uh, to see others like ESPN's Stephen A. Smith heavily criticizing his tweets for jeopardizing the league's bottom line. And before you watch this, he's about to show a clip of Stephen A. Mm-hmm. If you've never heard Stephen A. Smith talk before, just know this. He tends to be loud wrong and takes pointlessly dramatic pauses mm-hmm. i'm gonna stop you right there john oliver mm-hmm. you don't know shit about sports yeah well john you, oliver. You, you don't know shit about Stephen a 
Like that is like Stephen A. saying John Oliver. He's usually wrong. That is the same. Yeah, both are warranted at the same amount. And, and the reason why that's bullshit is because the impression that I can do of of John Oliver is making fun of the fact that he is the same. And this is the only thing that that this is the only reason why I can't watch that show anymore because it was such a good show and it probably still is. But I just we figured out like okay, there's a cadence. It's to, rinse and repeat. There's it's a there's a rhythm. And it's the, it gets really fucking old. It does. It's yeah. very annoying. Uh, and he says, uh, so yeah, he tends to be loud, which, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Wrong and takes pointlessly dramatic pauses. He plays the, the clip of Stephen A. Smith, who in the clip, of course, takes a pause, d- is loud, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Uh, and Stephen A. Smith's point was that, like, LeBron, it's not his duty to defend mm-hmm. a, our country and, and shit on other countries. He's just a guy. Uh, but he says, again, after the clip, John Oliver says, again, if you're not a sports fan and you've just now seen Stephen A. Smith for the first time, let me just address a few things quickly. One, I'm sorry. Two, yes, he's always like that. And three, no one knows why. Yeah. This is this is an attack yeah. on Stephen A. Smith. What John Oliver, I don't think he realizes, and he, he probably he just doesn't even care. The clip he took, Stephen A. Smith does a three-hour-long solo radio show yeah. every single day. Yep. Three hours long of him in a microphone. Solo. You don't think that he takes some pauses? Yeah. No. We take some pauses. Yeah. We do this once a week for an hour and there's two of us. Yeah. And afterwards we both sit down and are like, Ugh. I'm fucking dead after we do yeah. this shit. Like you, you, you have to pause every now and yeah. then. The guy's a magician for what he does. Oh, there's only a few people, him, Colin Cowherd, Jim Rome, who can, who actually can do this. And granted, I listen like, to- Like literally, there's only a couple people in the world who, who could do this. Who do this. And who, and who- Who and, do it well. Yeah. And they, and have done it for a decade. Yeah, more, more than a decade. It's literally like like Rush Limbaugh. I don't. I've literally never listened to Rush Limbaugh. He's probably probably pretty fucking good at what he does yeah. for how long he's been doing his shit. For like, how long he's turned on a microphone and just been like, every day I come in and it's it's never. I'm never like, uh, what else is new? Yeah, they yeah. never say that <laughs> ever, ever, no. ever. They are always energetic, always loud, like the whole thing. Can you can you explain the John Oliver? Uh, uh, the thing? John Oliver thing. <laughs> yeah. So basically, here's what John Oliver does. It's all uh, it's all uh, analogies essentially. So what he, what he'll say is like, when we think of a good example for Stephen A. Smith. He'll say, uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith saying something like that is like, and then he. Uh, no, no. So first what he does is you'll hear like Stephen A. Smith say something he shouldn't say. And he will at first be like, defend him. Yeah. So he'll say like, and that, which is fun. It's totally fun because in America, we should have our own beliefs. Everybody knows that. Everybody, that's yeah, fun. Yeah, that's fun. It's but, fun. And it's the, but <laughs> to say something like that about China, dramatic pause, yeah. <laughs> loud dramatic pause, China it's a lot like saying Hong Kong shouldn't be here because they're driving a bus with a chicken. Like it's just, the, that, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. And it's just sort of like a ridiculous, like it's all, but that's like, it's family guy, which is fun. That's cool. That's totally fun. But to do this, what you need to do, and this is something you need to understand is, and it's like, it's the same thing. It's family guy. It's psych. It's just, it's so predictable. And then even if you want to go, that's like, if you want to go, if you want to go another degree to what he'll do is there's like four segments in the thing. Um, and we work in television, so I see this fucking thing just written out. There's like four segments, and in the first segment, he'll say something that's just a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. In the second segment, he'll call it back, and he'll say, so for his analogy, he'll say, you know, if the first one was about chickens, which is a lot like this, or 
like a chicken yeah. riding the bus. And then it's just everybody, ah, he called it back. He's brilliant and British. It's another thing. He's so British. And, and, and uh, again, I think that it's, you know, John Oliver, it's not as, you know, intense as like Stephen A. Smith where yeah. it's three hours a day, solo dolo uh, in uh, every weekday. He's got one show a week. But I'm sure at a certain point he's got to realize like, hey, I got to fucking fill this yeah, time. Yeah, of course. It's a lot easier if you have a system. You're in the same business. You're in the same business, Same bro. business, pal. And also, if you watch Stephen A. Smith, he's not as bad as Skip Bayless, but he will go back on what he said. 100%. If you picked another clip in the thing, I'm sure he's supporting your point, John Oliver. Seriously. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. He's just but talking. It was so funny, though. Him going after like Stephen A. Smith, we all were like, how dare yeah, you? Yeah, how sir? dare you? Like, really, really felt like how dare you? Because it's like, dude, this guy is not coming at anybody. Yeah. Like, anybody that is not in the sports world that is directly in front of him. And he does not, that he is, that is not his biz. And even in the sports world, he is not like taking shots. No. He's the only time like, he does is when he says to pe- people to stay off the weed, which is which hilarious. Which is hilarious. Yeah. By the way, I heard Stephen A. Smith respond. He didn't even really respond. He was on his radio show, though. Mm-hmm. I was actually driving in the car. I was so excited because he yeah. was like, by the way, John Oliver, yes, I heard about that. Yes, I did hear yeah. about that. And all he said, he was like, I haven't listened to it. But, you know, he's entitled to his opinion. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen his show before. It's a great show. Yeah. And I was like, see, Stephen A., that's why you're it the kid. It's a great show. Because you are. I do enjoy it. Stephen A.'s take on China doesn't hold any weight. And he has not thought about it twice. No. He is just fucking talking. And John Oliver's acting like he he he, he matters. Well, like you, he's just like a politician I think the something. other reason why it's crazy, too, is because John Oliver, usually the guys that he goes after are like Harvey Weinstein. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> of course. Go get or him, Johnny. Like he's going after this mayor who won't pay for this bridge, but yeah. went on a vacation. And then the bridge fell. And it's like, sure. oh, totally, man. Like, way to yeah. which is what? on Everybody that. deserves a little bit of vacation. But <laughs> to do this. You need to understand. It's just like, it's... Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. I missed that, that impression. I know. I, we've talked about it before because we do a lot of like impression stuff, sketch stuff. I would love to do a, a spoof of John Oliver, but... Uh, you don't really look like... I look so little like John Oliver. Yeah. We look kind of like a different species. Yeah. This is an issue. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Uh, checking in. Uh, Jane Fonda, I said we would check in. Yeah. Uh, Jane Fonda, a couple weeks ago, announced that every Friday, um, for I think she said as long as it takes, uh, that she will be going to Washington, D.C. to protest outside of, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the Capitol, I forget where it is, uh, climate change. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll try, or she, if she winds up getting arrested, that's a risk mm-hmm. she's willing to take. She's willing to take that risk. Um, she came out, she, she, she did it again last Friday, she got arrested. Uh, funny though, she said, uh, you know, she, she was basically saying that some people are coming after her, like saying that what she's doing, you know, isn't genuine. And she says the, the best way to attack a celebrity is to say, here she is doing it for their own glory or promotion or whatever. It doesn't matter. Those people don't matter. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. So Jane Fonda, hey, you're saying I don't matter? Not very nice. <laughs> Not very nice, you know? Like wow, you don't she, need to do that yeah, to me. Yeah, wow, and she's taking shots at she's you. She's taking a shot. Like, Although I, I honestly think Jane kind of won that one. I don't Although know. Although it's complete bullshit because she is totally doing it for herself. Well, you know what I was thinking, Jack? Before mm. she started doing this, were people talking about climate change? No, I never heard of it. You never heard of it? Mm-mm. Yeah, because I had heard I had heard just a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little you know? bit about it, yeah. Just a little. But I actually, I hadn't heard anything about Jane Fonda. Yeah. So it is funny how that somehow, so that now, switches. Yeah. You know, because now, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even, most people probably don't even know what she's being arrested for. Yeah. <laughs> they just know it's Jane Fonda. Yeah. So interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, also funny. <laughs> just fun. Whatever. <laughs> just, just a funny story. Uh, also just random, but related. 
uh, when I flew home to DC for the World mm-hmm. Series, Ted Danson was on my flight. I know, I was freaking out. It was awesome. I mm-hmm. love Ted Danson. He was really tall. And then when I was flying back from the World Series, remember when I sent you the I sent you the screenshot? What was it, Ted Danson? I sent you the screenshot. Oh, yeah, we exactly. were talking about like, what yep. is Ted yep. Danson doing in DC? So real quick, so Ted Danson's on my flight. Uh, seems I don't know. I have no. I was about to say he seems like a nice guy. I didn't see him do anything. So I have mm-hmm. no idea. But very tall mm-hmm. uh, and very handsome. And uh, so he was on my plane. We land. We're walking off. I like notice him because it's Ted Danson and he's mm-hmm. like the tall guy ahead of me. But like I'm not gonna say anything. Like who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Honestly, who gives a shit? It's Ted Danson. Like whatever. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of people ahead of me with posters and uh, baseball. And so I'm like, oh, I bet they're. Maybe waiting. It was the Nats travel day. I was yeah. like, maybe the Nats are flying into Reagan Airport. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. a, uh, somebody. Um, and then I see one of the guys start taking a photo of Ted Danson on the escalator, like mm-hmm. downwards. And his buddy hits his hand, like hits the phone and yeah. goes, what's more important? You getting a picture of that or us getting this signed? And yeah. I, I look and the guy has a sign of just, a, it's a collage of pictures of Ted Danson. Hmm. So I'm going, whoa! Yeah. Like, how did these guys know he was? How did they know his yeah. travel schedule? Right? How how on earth? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and so I'm walking behind Danson. Funny enough, I turn into uh, go to the bathroom. Danson comes into the bathroom to try to get away from those guys. So as I'm leaving, Danson left the bathroom before me, and he's signing a thing for those guys. It's funny he signed the poster and a baseball, which I was like, that's pretty. That's yeah. like having a samurai sword signed by Randy Jackson, having a, ba- <laughs> yeah. having a baseball signed by Ted Danson. That's pretty like, good. Guess you signed this. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you know why? Why? Because Ted Danson was in, when he was in Cheers, his character Sam. Uh, was a pitcher for the Red Sox. Okay, take it all back. Yeah. Totally different than the Randy Jackson thing. I like that how little uh, research I do for this. <laughs> but uh, so, but funny enough, why was Ted Danson in D.C.? Mm-hmm. To join his buddy Jane Fonda and get arrested at the climate protest. I was literally getting on my flight. I was looking, I was on Twitter or Reddit or something like that. I took a screenshot. I was like, no way. Yeah, and I said to you, I was like, guess what? <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. That's why he's here. I bet they knew that. That's, that's how those guys knew. I, th- I, th- right? I, th- I think I think leaving LAX, I think that there are people who like TMZ will They're like see Colin? Ted Danson. I think TMZ sees Ted Danson. I think there's like a a, a kind a of a Twitter feed maybe to follow kind of, of thing? just paparazzi who are like we got to get the photos everywhere. Yeah. So they all like it, it's a lot like the the Vegas system where it's like you tip the valet because the valet takes care of this guy and this thing. Yeah, this yeah, guy. yeah, it's a chain, and, that, and that's how you end up with like a suite at the Bellagio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a comp suite at the Bellagio. But you okay. just all you gotta do. Take care of the valet, <laughs> Take dude. Take care of the valet. Okay. I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Checking in, Jane Fonda. We'll be checking in with you every week, Jane. Until You you said you're going to do it until mm. the problem's fixed. I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, let's keep on moving. Uh, haters going to hate. The Joker, the mm-hmm. movie, broke the record for uh, biggest, highest growing Highest grossing R-rated movie ever. Blows my mind. Shocking, right? Blows my mind. So I got the list of other like, highest How can it be movies. Deadpool 2? It's like, I, I get that it's a great movie, but how can it be Deadpool? Nice call, Jack, because Deadpool 2 is second. Yeah, how can it, how can it be Deadpool 2, so, though? So Joker's 1, Deadpool 2 second, Deadpool the first one, 3, The Matrix Reloaded 4. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. That was an 03. That's but, back when, like, 10 bucks was, like, a dollar. You know what I mean? Like, but, just... But that's a franchise. Like, that, that was the yeah, sequel the to a franchise. Like, like uh, I get, like, Deadpool. I feel like the Deadpool audience is way wider just because, like, I don't know if I'm going to see Joker yeah. in theaters because it seems so dark and kind of twisted. I probably won't see it. Um... You know what's also nuts? The other movies. So it, the original it from mm-hmm. a couple years ago, is number five. Number six is Logan. Logan's dope. Logan is like the greatest movie, but Logan did not. I didn't think it did very well. I like, think R-rated movies apparently just like don't make a shit ton of money. I feel like Logan did 
okay its first weekend, and I think it, like more people saw it because they're like, "Holy shit, this is like the best movie." The more I think about it, I guess this makes sense that R-rated movies don't make as much money because like I guess kids are really the ones who go to movies. A lot of them, yeah. like more so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. like teenagers and shit. Well, we used to sneak in all those movies. Yeah, I used to literally. We used to go to the airport or to the movie theater, mm-hmm. sneaking in whatever R-rated movie we could yeah. see. I watched I watched all of Bangkok Dangerous <laughs> with Nicolas Cage. That's the best because it had an R-rated. Bangkok dangerous. There was no bouncer like outside the door, and yeah. me and AJ were like, "It's better than." Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what we were seeing. Meanwhile, I me- snuck into W one time, <laughs> the one about George Bush. <laughs> I watched that one, with James Brolin. Like I gotta see W. It was just like let's like try to I don't know, <laughs> like do they made W when I think he was like in the White House? Oh yeah, I must have been in eighth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like I, I, it must be better than whatever PG thirteen movies are here. Yeah. Neither of them were great. No, they were both pretty bad. Mm-mm. Anyways, uh, but then also Joker stuff. Uh, Jared Leto, who was the Joker in Suicide Squad, it's coming out that he is like super, super pissed at all this new Joker stuff. Man, he's just a loser in this whole thing. And, like literally what a loser. And he mm-hmm. was actually trying to get the movie killed before it started in the whole mm-hmm. thing. I totally get him for being like, what the fuck? Because yeah. like, he's the Joker. They botched his Joker so bad mm-hmm. in that he was like a nightclub owner and like... I, I, what are you talking about? Him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I thought it was great. Like nothing. He also, you know what he did that was just his it, his grave. Mm. His laugh, like his creepy laugh, mm-hmm. was a was a long laugh. It was, was it? like ha ha ha. Yeah, he just tried to be as creepy as possible. You have to have a quick laugh to yeah. be the Joker. It's got to be like a laugh. Like, ha, like I don't yeah, I don't yeah. want to do it because it's annoying. Yeah, but like it's got to be like a chatterbox yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. The look they kind of nailed. Well, the look if they were going to go for that, they were like, okay, it's they, they, yeah. Like uh, yeah. The look with the teeth and the the white. Mm-hmm. I don't get why they don't always have the scars on their face as the smile. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like the coolest part about him? I think so. Like I, by far, I I think so. I also just think it's 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 just so crazy that he is so anti this. It's like, dude, just you know, step back and go sing in your band. Yeah, and go shit. in another fucking Oscar. Yeah, like, relax, bro. Uh, that's so weird. Relax. Uh, schmoving on. Let's see one more thing. It's been it's been a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. All right, cool. Uh, last uh, thing, and I just think this is nuts. Uh, so I saw this article. Uh, and what, what did I call this one? Oh, psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Uh, I saw this article called "Romantic or Nah." Cory Booker reads to Rosario da- Rosario Dawson over the phone while on campaign trail. Um, so I was like, "What do you mean he reads to?" Her? Yeah. What does he read? What does he read over the phone? So Rosario Rosario Dawson, who is from. Uh, Mall, uh, clerks too. Clerk, that's <laughs> yeah, what I would say. Yeah, I would yeah, say clerks too. Yeah. She's from clerks too. Um, she and Cory Booker, the senator, uh, Sparkus, is uh, they they're dating, mm-hmm. and he's on the campaign trail. He's going state to state. Obviously, they don't have a lot of time together, and so he was talking in an interview about how they stay in touch and they do a lot of FaceTime. But their biggest thing is that they read books to each other over the phone. Mm-hmm. And I immediately thought that who is, reads books? That is, but one that's nuts. Yeah. He's like making your own audio books mm-hmm. live. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like literally nut job. Yeah. Nut job level stuff. Like Joker level. Throw them in an institution like mm-hmm. the key. Lock them up. Lock them up. Right? Scary yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit nervous. Like, like watch out for these two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like they're dangerous. They're, they're clearly. <laughs> it's, there's something off. About it's something them. really <laughs> crazy. About I don't know these. what it is, but it's just. I think that they could Something lash off. out yeah. at some point. It's, it's dangerous. Um, so then I was like, well, what books do they read together? Maybe mm-hmm. it's like. I don't know. Like, I can almost see like you know like those books you get like from your mom at Christmas where it's like, like bathroom books. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a bunch of jokes or like yeah. a bunch of short stories. It'd be very weird if they were just reading like interesting facts about the U.S. states. I guess those <laughs> those are our bathroom books. But anyways, I was like, there's no way they're reading like novels, mm-hmm. but they are. So here are the two books that they've read, and what's great is I know both of them. So the first one is The Lovely Bones. 
The Lovely Bones. The Lovely Bones, Jack. Starring Mark Wahlberg. So it's a, there was a movie with Mark Wahlberg and, and Stanley, Stanley Tucci, Tucci? <laughs> about a pedophile mm-hmm. who kidnaps and sexually abuses and kills a young girl in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it's about how her father found her. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck are these guys doing? You're reading that over the phone? Yeah. If, what if someone's in the same room? Yeah. If I was in the same room as someone and they were reading, like if they were talking the phone about a little girl getting mm-hmm. killed and buried or something, That's I'd be like, weird. I'm calling the cops on you, what was, Senator. What is something they could read to each other? I was just thinking it's like they're actually in book three of the Chronicles of Narnia honestly maybe that hysterical. maybe that like, I maybe, would be like got my vote <laughs> maybe, like, maybe Hunger Games or some shit like yeah. that that kind of works yeah they read about ten pages a night I don't know but uh, the other book that they read is City of Thieves which is written by David Benioff small small world Jack mm-hmm. that's the last book I've read freshman year in college English class David I read Benioff this entire book wrote books I had no idea either but I read I've read the book City of Thieves Interesting. It, it is World War II Russia these two guys fiction? have to go uh, fiction, but it's like historical fiction. They have to go and uh, find eggs mm-hmm. for some important guy, and it's just—it's all about how sad Russia was during World War II. Yeah, and they're cold and they're dying and shit. Mm-hmm. Another weird one to yeah. read over the phone. What's, I, what's I, up I, next? I read this. Not exciting. Not a not a page turn. Next, next they're starting the Harry Potter series, which is going to take them a while. Of course, they're starting with Goblet of Fire. You have to start yeah. with four. Everyone's, everyone yeah, knows. Everybody knows. Three. Yeah, they, they have it memorized already. But what's what? This is scary stuff, Jack. I am mm-hmm. I am scared for both of them and for anyone around them. Can we do the What say you about the Rock? Sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, last segment, uh, everyone's favorite. We had to bring it back. What say you? What say you? <laughs> what say you? So uh, what say you, Jack? Uh, the Rock, mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. he uh, was actually at the UFC fight this past weekend, uh, the Nate Diaz fight. He like was the one who did the weigh-in and had the belt and stuff. Pretty cool. He used to be a wrestler, obviously. He's massive. He is set to play uh, a former UFC champion mm-hmm. in a new movie. The former UFC champion is this guy, Mark Kerr. Mm-hmm. I don't ask you. I beg you to Google this guy. Yeah, please, guys, Google him. Mark, M-A-R-K. K-E-R-R. He is the largest man I have ever seen in my entire... It's it's not even close. Because our first thought, Henry, when we saw The Rock is going to be playing somebody is... I thought, I thought, who the fuck could The Rock play? Who, Especially yeah. MMA. Uh, who in MMA looks who, anything like who The Who in MMA, like... Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar, basically. Like, but but even Brock Lesnar, it's like, Brock Lesnar will play Brock Lesnar. Yeah, exactly. Him and The Rock are... I mean, their names are one letter apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're Brock. right. <laughs> There's A Rock and B Rock. That's great. But but uh, who could he play that that's justifiable? We googled Mark Kerr. There is uh, there's a good chance that The Rock isn't big enough to play him. I think it's it, I think it's already settled. He is not big enough to yeah, play this, this guy. This won't make sense. Like it, and you almost you would have to do some type of camera trick with like you know how in The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, What's his name? Who plays Bane? He's like 5'9", 180, but yeah. he looks 6'3", 245. Yeah. Like somehow they just make him look bigger. Still, sort of. Dude, they're going to have to do camera tricks on The Rock. I, I'm sure The Rock, like, I, I don't even know, unless he is trying, because I don't think The Rock can get any bigger, can he? I, his calves are, like, he's just, he's shredded big. Dude, he's a monster. This guy, Mark Kerr, is the boogeyman. I've never seen anybody, and, and you know what it was? I, I Googled him. He basically did a... Shit ton of steroids. He was in the UFC before there were a ton of rules and before it was anti-doping. Back when it was literally just people brawling. And in fact, they created a ton of rules basically simply because he was destroying everybody. He was headbutting a lot of people, right? Headbutting people till they like died. Yeah, he, th- this so guy like, was a nut job. This guy was fucking awesome. And they were li- the reason why they did it wasn't because it's dangerous. They did it because it's like fights are ending too short. He's headbutting people and they're out. The uh, the you, only thing I could describe him comparable to is he looks like the uh, 
the fucking I'm the juggernaut. He looks like the juggernaut. You're know the juggernaut in Deadpool. Every part of him is just insanely massive. Everything. His forearms Everything. are the size of your thighs. You you gotta look up Mark Kerr. I I never thought there would be a day. It's like saying, oh, is is Brad Pitt handsome enough to play this character? Yeah, and also or it's like, okay, guy, who are you? Yeah. I, I got my fist up now. Yeah, like, that's those are fighting and words. Then, and then you see it, and it's like that's the best looking human in the life. It just like unless it's the the guy who they made the statue of David after. Yeah. Like, but when the same thing with the Rock. I would never have thought, oh no, the Rock can't play that guy. He's too big. Actually, I do think the Rock can't play that guy because of the not because of the big thing, but also because the that guy was like a big deal when he was 19 to like 23. The Rock is in his I thought want to say late 40s now. That guy, Mar- that guy, the pictures of Marker, he's 19 to 23. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. So I think the Rock is older than him. Dude. He's playing him in like 1999. He looks like a superhero. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I, I got to get a poster of this guy just to make just, my, like... Just goals. Just goals, but just, like, yeah. obviously I'm not going to ever get there, but just, like, hey, that's possible. Yeah. You know? Like, that, hey. This form... Humans can do pretty mm-hmm. amazing things, I, I can't gotta, they? I got to throw on some Rage Against the Machine. It's like why people have pictures of, like, the solar system or, like, the moon. Where it's yeah. like, we got there. We yeah. did it. See? Yeah. People like you did it. Okay. You know? Like, so what, that body is possible. So don't tell me... I, you know, don't tell me something's impossible because impossible is nothing. And it's nothing. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay? Mm-hmm. Cool. Is that the pod? That's the pod. Also, there's a new Jason Momoa show where everyone in the world is blind except for like two kids who can see. <laughs> Pretty cool concept, right? No. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't believe I didn't think of that one. Everyone's blind. Except for this one guy. Yeah, and then they're like, get them. And it's like, I don't think you can. They can see and you can't. He steals everything. By the way, I really want to watch this show to be like, are people like... What's their... <laughs> do they smell good or are something? Are they or? really like using sonar and stuff or are people yeah. like moving real slow? All right, let's watch Balls of Fury. All right, cool. Yeah, we're going to watch Balls of Fury. Uh, one thing left to say... Kick it! You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.